Welcome everyone to the third episode of In Your Ear. So happy that you could join us for a third time. We greatly appreciate it. Hope you've been enjoying us so far, but I can assure you today will be no different. My name is JJ. My name is Jada. I'm Reagan. My name is Brian. This is Chris. And you already know we have to give a huge shout out to the person who really makes this podcast special and makes all of us sound cool. Kennedy, thank you for your hard work once again, Kennedy. Now, you probably already know what we do here if you're coming back, but I'll just tell you again because why not? We pick songs we want to talk about. We play them. We talk about why we like them. And we have a discussion about what all of us took away from it. It's really that simple. We got some really nice tunes for you guys today. So sit back, relax, turn your ears on and get something to write or type with if you hear a song you can't get enough of. Starting us off with a guaranteed amazing song is none other than the wonderful Jada. Give us that good music, Jada. Thank you, JJ. The song I will be presenting for this episode is called Hurt Me So Good by Jasmine Sullivan. It's from her um, album called Hotels, but she released uh, a few days ago and it's called Hotels Motels. Basically, it's more tales. It's her tale called Jazzy's Tale. And she basically talks about growing up, searching for love that her parents have, you know, being a brown girl, a more bigger girl you feel a little bit more undesirable. And so basically she basically encountered this man where she basically settled for less. And basically at the end of the day, you know, cause, you know, what caused pain and she just settled with the pain, basically just settling for less. But this song is really good. So I just want our listeners to listen to it. No, I can't leave you. But it's believe that i'm pretty sure jasmine sullivan grew up in the church and you can tell that's heavenly showcased in her in her craft i personally chose this tune r&b's based tune because first of all jasmine sullivan is like one of my favorite artists and basically she makes music for a woman like me basically so or a woman period um honestly i can relate to her previous tale you know of being a black woman you know being a little bit more uh, curvier or in her thicker um and you know from society you're not really seen as desirable in many instances but um basically I can thoroughly relate to this song because even though I've never been in love like romantically you could take out of context and you know reposition her meaning to it could be love for a friendship you know for a strictly a platonic uh, relationship and you know sometimes love can make you blind so yeah what y'all think uh definitely definitely uh enjoyed this song I actually uh because I'm I'm, I'm like a huge fan of jasmine sullivan's music also and so i think i listened to the uh deluxe 
of hotels the day it came out and uh, this was one of my uh favorite songs from the deluxe i definitely think that jasmine sullivan's voice helps like really um strengthen like her tracks even more because like jasmine sullivan's like songwriting is always there and like her lyrical content is always there but like it's like her voice and like just like the kind of like intensity and like passion that she sings with that just makes an already good track even better and so yeah definitely was a huge fan of that song uh, jasmine sullivan's singing a one as usual um you kind of just reminded me because i know jasmine sullivan is going on a tour this year and uh she was supposed to uh she's supposed to come to maryland or washington dc next month and i was like trying to find tickets to go see her about two weeks ago but then all the tickets were sold out and i'm kind of upset about that <laughs> because i really wanted to see her but uh yeah that was a completely unrelated note my bad uh, but um yeah really good really good song really good pick i enjoyed that thank you so much her vocals are amazing. I think it really enhanced the song. And like JJ said, you can see the passion behind her voice and she really expresses, you know, means what she says in the lyrics. And I think the thoughts during this song could definitely be pertained, like you said, like a friendship or romantic. You can go either way because, I mean, I've never been in a relationship, but I could see the side of this as like a friendship or something like that. Really great song choice. Yeah, definitely fantastic uh, song choice. Um, yeah, I agree with everyone. You can definitely sense the passion that she has in you know her singing and uh, just the level of storytelling. And you know, I hate to make a call back to the song I picked in the last podcast, but in uh, my silver lining, there's this line. You know, these shackles I made in an attempt to be free. I kind of got reminded of this because here's this person singing about just you know wanting to feel some kind of connection because. They don't have that sense of uh, worthiness and they're settling on just a terrible person just to get some sort of, you know, just smidge or this little ounce of acceptance. And it's a very painful but beautiful song to listen to. Yeah, Brian, actually, there's a Dixie Chicks tune that has the line, the freedom of my chains, which is, is interesting that they, they took it and turned it around the other way. I was thinking of Aretha Franklin's respect as sort of the the opposite number to the approach that she was taking. It's so crazy how you mentioned that, Chris, because after watching the film, like in you know September, for Aretha Franklin respect, you can tell she grew up in the church as well, and she grew up in the church. I mean, she sung constantly in the church as well, and that was showcased in her music as well. So I just think it's um, amazing how, you know, many people, a lot of R&B um, artists, a lot of soul artists, you know, they grow up in the church where, you know, they got to sing, you know, they just, you know, bring that to their music. Also, I just want to say Jasmine Sullivan makes a lot of good music. So all the listeners should go listen to all her albums, more specifically reality show. That's a good album. Anyways, JJ, what you got for the folks? Uh, yeah, before I move on, uh, definitely uh, agree with Jada. Yeah, if you're like really into R&B and like soul music, Jasmine Sullivan is definitely like a person that you're kind of like required to check out because like she's just, you know, she's just that good. We love Jasmine Sullivan. But uh, yeah, thank you for that song, Jada. I really, really appreciated hearing it. 
uh, my song, it's from this, you know, up and coming artist. His name is Michael Jackson. He's not that big. Uh, he just kind of started out. I think he's going to really go places, though. I'm obviously joking. Uh, Michael Jackson is one of, if not the most famous musicians to ever, ever like, grace the music industry. And today's song, uh, we are going to be covering his song called Liberian Girl. Um, hope you guys enjoy it. And yeah, let's take a listen. Liberian Girl, you came and you changed my world. A love so brand new. Liberian Girl, you came and you changed me, girl. A feeling so true. Liberian girl, you know that you came and you changed my world, just like in the movies. Two lovers in a scene, and she says, do you love me? And he says, so will it's me. I love you, Liberian So basically, uh, just a quick little breakdown of that song. Obviously, the name of the song is Liberian Girl. And so, uh, fun fact, Liberia is a small country in uh, Africa. And uh, at the time, Liberia was kind of a... They were a lot of people in Liberia, especially uh, women specifically. They were feeling very oppressed and very um you know underappreciated and so uh this song was kind of made to like uplift liberia specifically uh the women in liberia yeah it was just used to uplift uh the nation and like uh the nation really uh likes this song and then as far as like me and my relationship with this song kind of going along the lines of a. Uh, jada's previous song with a uh, jasmine sullivan like it's kind of like the same um the lyrical content is there but like the singing and the vocals behind it really help like nail it away like the lyrics are kind of just like um the icing on top or no 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 the lyrics are like really the best part of the song but like the vocals and stuff are just like the icing on the cake and uh i decided to choose this song because um I always felt like Michael Jackson's songs have all have obviously been like really great and really iconic, but I think like some of his best songs are like the ones that less people know about. Like obviously everybody knows Billie Jean, everybody knows Thriller, uh, Bad, uh, Black or Black or White, you know, you name it. But it's he just has like a whole lot of amazing songs that like a lot of people don't really know that much and. Like, yeah, if you guys listen to like really popular artists or really big artists, I would strongly suggest you take a look at some of their um, hidden gems in their discography. Because like I can assure you with like 95 percent of the artists that you listen to, their lesser known songs are always going to be some of their uh, better songs. So, yeah, uh, sorry for that long discussion. Uh, I want to hear what you guys think. Um, no, I totally definitely agree with you for Michael Jackson. Uh, I actually, gl I'm glad that you chose this song because not a lot of people know the song. 
I didn't really know the meaning, meaning, excuse me, behind it. So thank you for that. Um, but like you said, definitely do a little bit more research, you know, look deeper in artists, you know, discography, because there's, there's a lot of bops, you know, a lot of underrated bops, more specifically off the wall, that album right there, un- untouchable. Yeah, Off the Wall is actually uh, my favorite uh, Michael Jackson album, at least for me personally. Like, because like you said, there's like a lot of uh, underrated gems on there that not a lot of people check out. Yeah, definitely glad that you uh, brought that up. Thank you for the backstory. I I'd never heard the song before, so thank you for introducing it to me. Because, I mean, I have to say I like Michael Jackson, but I tend to listen to more of his, you know, known songs but i knew a few of you know the hidden gems as we say but um i listen to them a lot especially when i'm like doing homework or something like that it's good background music since everyone kind of knows it and side note i was supposed to see a impersonator of michael jackson a while back but you had to be like 21 to go in the venue so unfortunately i couldn't but apparently there's a really good impersonator around the dc area of, of michael so yeah, uh, Michael, he definitely is one of those artists that, you know, he's he's great at what he does. And, you know, those signature songs do kind of eclipse some of the, you know, songs like like this one. Because, I mean, the album that it's on, Bad, I mean, you have the title track, Bad. You have Man in the Mirror, Dirty Diana, The Way You Make Me Feel, which is like one of my top five favorite Michael Jackson songs. Like, So it is easy to kind of overlook songs like this. So I'm, I'm glad, you know, you shared something like this. You know, it's a it's a well-known artist, but, you know, it's a song that, you know, unfortunately gets overlooked and is definitely worth uh, listening to. I was noticing the build in the song. The, um, the listeners might not know that J.J. is doing his own audio projects. And the last one he did has the kind of build from sweetness to roughness. And the uh, scraping up of the voice at the end of the tune was interesting to me. It kind of reminded me of Tom Petty's Free Falling, where he changes his voice when he gets into the chorus, although that repeats, and this was kind of rising and building, and then it got to the end. So that that was, to me, that was an interesting structure in the song. Thank you. Yeah, I'm really really glad that you brought that up, Chris, because um, that is actually like one of the many things that I do like about this song is kind of like the musical arc kind of that it takes because like it definitely starts off like really soft and really like sweet like his singing gets like a lot more intense and a lot more stronger to the point where it's like towards the end like the whole song just kind of like blows up in a way you know what I mean and I've always really enjoyed like that special arc that the song took so thank you for bringing that to my attention that's something i completely forgot to uh talk about in my uh initial review but um yeah thank you everyone for uh listening i'm glad you guys enjoyed it and next up on our list is reagan show us how it's done reagan so my song is mariposa and it's by the peach tree rascals Find a way to you till then. I don't see light in your love anymore. 
the reason I picked this song, I think, is mainly for the platform TikTok. So I am definitely a lover of TikTok. I am on it usually every day. But even though this song came out in 2019, I find it interesting that even though TikTok reached its height in 2020 and the pandemic and everybody was on their phones, it allows older songs like this to resurface and gain popularity. And I think that's so cool because usually the general rule in pop is if it's not current and if it's not out in like two weeks, then nobody listens to it. But this platform like TikTok has allowed people to use it in the background and stuff like that. And it can allow the song to grow and reach the popularity that it deserves. So that's ultimately why I brought it. But I also enjoy the song and listen to it a lot. Oh, I was about to ask that question. Um, first, uh, thank you for introducing our listeners to this song. Great song choice. But I was wondering as well, I was like, was this on TikTok? Because like you said, Reagan, I'm also on TikTok like all the time. Like that's like my guilty pleasure, unfortunately, besides Glee. But um, I was like, didn't this song come out in like 2019? Because I remember like everybody using it like in the back of their spring, summer videos, trying to be aesthetically pleasing, you know, just using it in the background. I was like, this sounds familiar. But the saxophone at the end was really nice. I mean, the whole video and song was great, of course, but the saxophone at the end really was caught my attention. Yeah, um, obviously, um, I'm also, you know, on TikTok, uh, you know, that's what all the you know the cool kids are doing <laughs> today and like this is obviously uh the go-to uh social media site of today's generation uh yeah, as far as the song i really like enjoyed it i'm always just looking for like really fun really happy sounding music because i'm usually a really fun and really happy person and i just like uh listening to it while i'm out listening to it while i'm with friends i just like dancing to it so definitely adding this song to uh, my happy playlist i really appreciate the tiktok aspect that you brought up reagan because um obviously uh tiktok it does get like a lot of bad rep because you know it's, it's kind of like a cool thing nowadays to kind of just hate on tiktok um, i'm not gonna lie i used to be one of those people because you know you know tiktok was getting really popular and everyone was using it and like a lot of people me included at the time were just like oh this is what's popular right now this kind of sucks <laughs> and so you know like just like a lot of negative nancy stuff and all of that then i recently got into uh tiktok about like probably a year or two ago and um yeah, this, this is definitely, like, one of the songs that, like, I knew has been, like, released for a little bit. Because I have heard this before TikTok was a thing. But um, you are right. It has been gaining a lot of popularity as of recently. And um, I kind of, like, appreciate TikTok for that uh, reason. Because um, everybody's always, like, you know, introducing people to, like, songs that have came out in the past. And, like, a lot of... Um, yeah, there's just been like a lot of songs that have been getting like a lot of traction that have really been deserving of it, especially like um like what's it called? Although like uh my song that I presented for this podcast isn't really like a popular song on TikTok. Um there are like a lot of those like hidden gem songs that I was talking about that uh people have been posting on TikTok and they've been getting the well-deserved recognition. So that's like a reason why I do appreciate TikTok because it's like, um, like a lot of people just like share music that, uh, 
probably has not been heard before or probably needs more attention. And I do think like TikTok is like a really good way to like discover a lot of your uh, new music, especially if like uh, your TikTok consists of like a lot of uh, music pages and music videos. So yeah, definitely um glad that you brought that aspect up. That was a uh, really true and really well thought out. Um, so yeah, since everyone's uh, sharing their thoughts on uh, TikTok, uh, last semester I was uh, helping a group of students in the uh, digital media lab at the College of Southern Maryland, and one of them had written a screenplay or script that centered around TikTok, and he was asking me, you know, my thoughts on that, and my response was. I'm 39 years old. I have no idea what TikTok is. Uh, um, I, you know, it's, it's not a slight at TikTok. It's something that doesn't interest me. But if that platform can bring a song like this kind of back into the public ear, you know, I applaud it for that because this was a fantastic song. And immediately, you know, as soon as we started listening to it, I got on Spotify searched them up as like, how do I not know these people? I, I was beating myself up because my knowledge of music is very limited and I kind of get frustrated that like a song like this is definitely something I'm looking for, something I want to listen to. And I'm always kind of disappointed in myself that, you know, I'm late to the game on some of the stuff, but, you know, thank you, Reagan. And thank you, TikTok for, you know, you know, bringing us back into the limelight. Oh, yeah. I used to smoke and run at the same time. And now I just get dragged about, dragged around by dogs I don't really run myself but that uh futility was something that I used to I used to say well it's okay because you know in in James Joyce's portrait of the artist as a young man they smoke and ran but putting that on on a 2019 video in a time when there's not supposed to be any smoking on TV I, that was that was sort of a little bit daring, and it kind of reminded me of, of James Joyce for some strange reason. And uh, the the listeners are going to have to go and find the video to be able to see that. But there it is. The 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 running is running hard, but doesn't get there. That's kind of cool. Yeah, Reagan. Uh, real quick, just so like um, I don't forget because uh, I was definitely listening to the song, but uh, I forgot to like uh. <laughs> write it down so like could you tell me uh, the name of it again please yeah it's called uh mariposa i think that's how you say it it's m-a-r-i-p-o-s-a and it's by the peach tree rascals yeah all right i see it uh thank you for that again i appreciate it yeah no problem yes great song choice it's called mariposa by the peach tree rascals um i would definitely recommend listening to it i feel like tiktok is definitely a good platform for you to find songs that have went under the surface. Like there's so many artists who I have found, not to piggyback onto last episode, but Yasmin Lacey found her up on TikTok as well. So it's a good platform, but it also can be bad. You may never know. But anyways, Brian, what do you have for the listeners for the episode? Okay, so the song that I picked for this episode is from one of my favorite bands. And it's one that I constantly try to get people to listen to they're an english band and of course anytime you know i talk about them uh you know they're well they're called the go team anytime i've talked and tried to recommend it to people the inevitable question of well what do they sound like and the best way that i can put this is if a marching band and a cheerleading squad 
formed a garage band, this would be the end result. So uh, what I like about the Go Team is if you listen to the albums, like that song was off their 2018 album, Semicircle. They combine a bunch of different genres. I mean, you'll hear stuff like funk, uh, hip hop. There's even like some Bollywood sounding stuff in a couple of their songs. It's just all sorts of genres mixed together. And it, it always seems like they shouldn't work, but they always do. I've never been disappointed by any of their uh, albums. And I, I don't know, their their music is just fun. Um, uh, typically, it's like the soundtrack to my summer. Uh, I don't know. Uh, this isn't like a deep and meaningful kind of pick. It's just, I love these guys. They're fun, uh, energetic, just sets the mood right. Uh, I don't know. It's just a positive, good, fun time. I cannot get my words uh, together for some reason right now. So I'm going to stop talking. Great song choice, Brian. I, honestly, it kind of reminded me of Oh, I'm about to sound real old. Back in the day, in my marching band days, I'm not that old, by the way. But in my high school days, I used to do marching band. And that's what totally reminded me of. I did like the instrumentation. Like the fact, like you said, you know, they combine so many genres and they work. I feel like that's the more beautiful thing about music. Also, um, I did a little Google search while the song was playing. And, you know, they're rolling up on the 40s, which is nothing wrong with that. But they have a very youthful sound. Like, it appeals to, like, all audience. Yeah, there was uh, so much going on in that song, and I love it. Like, uh, usually uh, in, like, some songs, if there's, like, too much going on, I try to, like, find the best qualities about it. But, like, it's too much for, like, my ears to comprehend. But, like, this was, like, so much to listen to in a good way because of just how, like, layered it was and just, like, how much there was to take away from it definitely um if you don't know by now i'm like a, i'm really big on like sounds and like this was like you know this was like a dream come true to like my sound ears <laughs> uh kind of going along with what uh, jada said there's like definitely a lot of instrumentation in uh this song and uh which i really do appreciate because um, a lot of today's songs don't really involve a whole lot of instrumentation if not any at all which i think is kind of like a missed opportunity because like um i do think instrumentation at least nowadays is like kind of underrated it's kind of become like a lost art form like i'm a huge fan of like instruments and like the sounds that they produce but yeah in this song there was just like a whole lot of instrumentation like just a whole lot of just 
different kinds of things that, like you said, should not go together. I just heard them like blending together well. Like while I was listening to this song, I was definitely like it definitely gave off that vibe. But like I wasn't too sure if I was like right or wrong. Like you kind of confirmed it, Brian, when you had said that uh, they mix like a lot of genres together that like should not go together, but they somehow managed to like mix it well. Yeah, this was like a really, this was a really fun pick. Like, I'm definitely going to like listen to it more and more to like uh, see what else I can take away from it. Cause like there were like all kinds of like different sounds that were going on and it was just like super cool. So, yeah, thank you for that. Brian, your intro at the beginning of what you said, it sounded like the mix of the cheerleading and the marching band. That was spot on <laughs> when I first listened to it. I was like, he is right. And uh, I think a great song choice, the the mixing of the genres. I know we kind of mentioned it. it. I love those styles of music. I love, you know, the mix. And it was a lot of them together, but it worked out beautifully. And I, I'm adding this to my summer. I know you said summer, but summer playlist for sure. And especially windows down rolling. I could see my, myself listening to this one. Wow, that is really retro. If you listen to the beat... They're taking the Morse code from Mayday and making that their beat. If you uh, wanted to be simpler, you could just say dot, 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 dash, 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 dot, dot, dot to do SOS. But they wanted they wanted the, uh, the rhythm of Mayday. And, you know, radio came out of Telegraph, and the first stuff that came over the radio was the Morse code. So they're building their song out of the very earliest radio communication that ever happened. I like that, and um, I think that's really creative. Thanks. I'm glad everyone liked the song. Uh, I, I wanted to throw out one more song of theirs, if you know, if you guys wanted to listen to more, because uh, I almost picked uh, Huddle Formation. It's from their oh god, what was this 2004 album, and it also has that cheerleading squad sound to it but it's the first song i heard of theirs and that was the song that hooked me and that's another one of those it's a great summer song driving with the windows down uh kind of thing so yeah definitely check out huddle formation yeah brian uh kind of going off of what uh you and uh reagan said i know uh, you were like um think of like uh think of a marching band meets a cheerleading squad and like while i was listening to the song like i definitely uh was really like hearing that and I definitely agree with you with that mixture but I'm mad that you like gave us like the name of the second song I know you said think of it like marching band meets cheerleading squad but it's like is that is that kind of like a their thing almost their sound it it's uh, the majority of their songs do sound like that but uh, other stuff will veer off into other genres like they have one that just sounds like like a instrumental cowboy song that like people would be sitting around a campfire playing um so yeah i mean their their sound is kind of all over the place but i would say their signature sound would be the marching band cheerleader you know combo hmm, that's interesting i'm definitely gonna check those guys out yeah thank you for that i i really do appreciate it but uh yeah again uh thank you brian for that song i'm sure we'll all listen to it on our free time and of course, the man to wrap up this whole podcast once again is Mr. Chris. Show us what you got, Chris. So I've, I've been talking a lot about Pandora Discoveries, but this this artist, I actually 
discovered this this is a local artist who has passed away but people who come out to perform at open mics here in charles county and Anne Arundel County and actually St. Mary's County too know this person's music. They'll they'll sing her version of Over the Rainbow as a torch song. The artist is Eva Cassidy and she really did covers, but her um, expression and interpretation are just gorgeous. And so I thought our podcast, because we're coming out of Southern Maryland, probably ought to have Eva Cassidy on there. And um, JJ brought us something from the Wayback Machine, too, with uh, Michael Jackson. So here is Eva Cassidy doing uh, Paul Simon's American Tune. I don't know what soul has not been So that that was Diva Cassidy, and she just covered a lot of songs, and her torch songs like this are are uh, really well delivered. She can also do smaller songs, um, you know, very intimate things. I mentioned her her uh, "Over the Rainbow" is one of the really really nice ones. I hold it up there with Israel Kawaole's uh, "Over the Rainbow" is. Um, you know, making it a new song. I chose this particular. Um, she didn't. She didn't do the the video montage uh, that we saw. But you can you can feel in the song that Paul Simon wrote the the ambiguity about you know a changing feeling about America, where you know the the people who came on the Mayflower talking about a shining city on a hill when Paul Simon is writing about America after Simon and Garfunkel did their uh, bus ride song about America. He's he's uh, feeling some certain amounts of ambiguity, and I think that that's, that's an interesting evolution too. Uh, she brings that out, and I thought the video montage was cleverly done. I'm not exact, sure exactly who did it, but I, I kind of like that too. Uh, I would say, Chris, you always choose very like heart-touching type songs. You know, a lot of her songs are made that like, we choose, you know, to be like, for me personally, you know, to touch the soul or, you know, get you up on your feet to start dancing. But I don't know. It's something about the songs that you choose. It's just like so eye-opening. You know, it, it's such a beautiful perspective, you know, your perspective on music and the songs you choose for this podcast. So thank you for that. Yeah, I, I, I should say that 
though I didn't discover her on Pandora, she does come up on my Eliza Gilkinson Pandora radio station. She ends up in the mix, um, I guess because of some similarities and also because I was thumbs thumbs down any male vocalists. So Pandora has to select from just female vocalists, I guess. I discovered her from, from open mics but and, and people who knew her and, and saw her, but she's discoverable on Pandora if you use, if you use my special tricks. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, that's also something, uh, Jada, that like I've noticed about uh, Chris's songs. It's like, uh, Chris, like your songs are very like, you know, like touching and like, uh, I- I'm not, I'm not going to say like somber. I don't know, like a synonym. Is mellow a synonym? I don't know if mellow is the right synonym either. Oh, no, basically they're just like really soft and like really like uh, touching songs that are like, uh, there's not like going on because like it's just very like intimate there we go i think intimate is probably a better synonym to use for the song uh, i definitely really like um her voice her voice is like just like the it's like the right amount of intimacy but also like the right amount of power like she has like really good balance of those things on her voice and like i really do like like it and definitely um i'm definitely going to be checking out like a lot more music like this because I do feel like my life could use like a little bit more uh, calming songs like this. <laughs> so uh, yeah, thank you for that. I really do. I really did like that. You can really feel the emotion behind her voice, as everyone says. Chris, she picked very emotional or you know intimate songs per se, and I was kind of surprised. I hadn't heard of her before because my dad was born and raised in St. Mary's County and he DJed for like 20 years and he's never mentioned her. So I'm definitely going to tonight when we talk about, you know, at dinner time, I'm going to mention her and show her and show him this song. So thank you for that. Some of her CDs are in St. Mary's library, so you can get a chance to hear more of her without having to sort through all of Pandora. Okay. Thank you. And I'm glad JJ mentioned that, you know, we had this discussion at the end of uh, the previous uh, podcast recording because I actually did a little homework uh, after you mentioned uh, mentioned her. And I did listen to her cover of Over the Rainbow, which was fantastic. Um, I also listened to Songbird because, you know, I love Fleetwood Mac. Uh, somehow I managed to overlook uh, this because I, I love me some Paul Simon. And when, you know, when that popped up, I was a bit hesitant because covers are kind of a tricky business because uh, sometimes, you know, it, it's not so much that you just re-record a song. Like you definitely have to kind of make it your own in order for it to stand out. So it just doesn't feel like a retread of, you know, a classic like, oh, you know, you sound exactly like, you know, so-and-so I could just be listening to theirs. Why are you, you know, why are you throwing this at me? But she, she has that vocal range, that like delivery, that is just, it makes all of these songs hers. And I, you know, I, I love it. I've so far the songs I've listened to of hers, I I've loved, and I'm definitely going to be, you know, keeping up uh, with her music. I'm, you know, at, at probably at the end of, at the end of recording this, I'm probably going to play some more of her songs so thank you thank you for introducing her also chris if you don't mind could you just say what the title was again please sure that was eva casti she was covering paul simon's american tune thank you thank you chris 
for that beautiful song with multiple meanings. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I hope the listeners enjoyed it as well. Anyways, thank you for joining our podcast where us music connoisseurs discuss songs we have discovered over a multitude of genres. Next time on the podcast, our song we will discuss will be a surprise. However, don't let that scare you, and don't be hesitant to come and join us next time on In Your Ear. Music